morning, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Coffee with Jim and James. Okay, James, let me tell a quick story. As you know, I normally tell quick stories before we get started. Being married to a NACE certified coding inspector, as you can imagine, the conversations that I hear in the house are crazy. Well, over the years, I kept hearing names from NACE, now AMP. One of those names was Jane Brown, okay? And I'm like, I got to meet this Jane Brown someday. So fast forward sometime, a couple of years back now, I'm at a NACE Eastern Area Conference outside of St. Augustine, Florida. I'm walking down the aisles when, you know, I'm at trade shows. What do I normally do? I walk around and there's this lady walking towards me. Now, at this point, she had either two, maybe three cell phones. She had a laptop going and she was writing. I don't know how she was doing this while she was walking, but she was doing it. And I heard her speaking Portuguese, Mandarin, and it might have been Icelandic. Okay. So she walks by and I see her name badge, Jane Brown. And I say, you're Jane Brown. She looks at me. She goes, yes, I am. And I said, oh, I'm Jim Shower. I want to meet you. And she's like, okay, all right. She's like, what do you know about corrosion? And then she starts to grill me and I start to sweat. She's asked me about tensile strength, wall thickness, inside, outside diameter, the whole bit. And I mean, I'm sweating buckets. It's coming down. Then all of a sudden, Steph Decker walks up. And then all of a sudden, they look at each other and they're like, Jane, Steph, you know, and I'm like, oh, good. Okay, taking the heat off me. Then they start to whisper. And all of a sudden, Jane looks at me, looks at Steph, looks at me, and she goes, Our Tammy? He's with our Tammy? And then she looks at me, she goes, well, Jim, if you pass Tammy's test, you're going to be good in my book. Just then Tammy comes up, she said, Jim, don't bother these people. They're actually doing business. Do whatever you do out there in the, uh, you know, in the trade show. Truce, well, I might have embellished that a little bit, Jane. I don't speak Icelandic. Wow. I, Jane, I'll be honest. Um, that's a great intro, Jim. That's one of your best ones ever. I'm just going to put that out there. But Jane... When I saw your name come across, I thought I was getting fished or something because I, it's, you have the most generic name on earth. And, I, I, and this is coming from a guy named James, you know? So I, I had to see you in person for the first time to really even believe that you were real. It's, it's real. I always say if I would make one up, it would be far more interesting than the one I have. So well, James, I have to thank my parents for that amen amen jane is joining us today she is the owner of brown corrosion services jane thank you for joining the show this is for those that don't know we've tried this three times now third time's a charm here we are jane thanks for being patient with us and and making this happen today thank you for having me you're both utterly charming and who could say no to such an opportunity Wow. And from this point forward, Jane will be a weekly guest. Uh, <laughs> she will be our flavor flavor uh, before we get started. Jane, thanks for joining us. Uh, do us a favor for those that maybe don't know you, don't necessarily know um, Brown Corrosion. Can you give us just a little, you know, your give us your own elevator pitch, if you will, and maybe some history and, and how we got here. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. So um, I luckily was born into this business. Uh, my dad's a corrosion engineer. Um, and, you know, growing up, the one thing I saw with my dad in particular, uh, we lived overseas much of our lives. And so he worked out of the house. So we always had corrosion folks lurking around 
and they were always interesting. But I always saw in my dad that he was very engaged in what he was doing. He found it interesting, um, you know, not just the engineering side of it, but the business aspect and all of those things. And didn't really have plans to follow him into the business. But um, when I was in college, I had the opportunity to start working for an internal corrosion monitoring company. And I wired instruments and filed and did all sorts of fun office things, uh, you know, but it was a good chance to sort of get into business and, you know, learn, I'll say some basics. And uh, after college, um, I went and worked for an engineering firm just north of Boston for a few years. And again, a very large multinational uh, dehumidification company. Um, very interesting. Uh, the company went through a large downturn while I was there. So it was a good uh, view into the business environment, um, I think, uh, starting out. And one night over coffee and or cocktails, depending on which we think is more PC, uh, Jerry, my dad, and I were talking about starting our own company. And um, he had always worked for larger companies and um, wanted to go out on his own, but didn't want to be, so to speak, a one-man band or just a consultant. And so the next morning I went into work and I resigned and I moved from um, up north down to Texas. I'd never lived here. Greatest state in the world. Awesome place. Um, and that was 26 years ago. So we started the company together. Um, we haven't killed each other yet, which is great. And uh, Jerry still works every day. And, um, you know, we run the company together. Um, been very fortunate when we started, we had thought about just working in the Gulf Coast, um, stay a little closer to home, um, stay in our uh, core area, which was internal corrosion monitoring, both uh, manufacturing and reselling and designing systems and doing the engineering and installation and maintenance. And so we started off that way, but almost immediately because we had always lived overseas, we ended up doing foreign projects. So our, you know, like all businesses, it, it grows organically and what happens, happens. Um, so we've been fortunate. We've had big projects in Africa and Sakhalin over in Russia, Indonesia, South America. So we've really, you know, in the last few years, many years, uh, had the chance to travel a lot and work all over the world. And um, it, it's been really fun. And have, <clears throat> I'd say about four or five years into the company, um, a lot of people said, well, you do our internal would you like to do some CP work? So the company's grown in that capacity. Uh, we do failure analysis. Um, we have a large coupon lab here in Houston, Texas. So we analyze a lot of coupons and have field service teams that go out and service the units and do <clears throat> cathodic protection installs, excuse me. So it's, it's, it's been a, um, a fun haul. We, we still enjoy it, uh, definitely a passion definitely enjoy our work. I think um, many corrosion folks would say one of the fun things about our career choice is that it's never the same. Every day is a unique experience. 
Um, there's always new challenges. There's always new things to learn. Um, so it really, it stays to me fascinating for sure. Jane, I, I've got a follow-up question to, sure. to all of that. Um, you know, when I, when I saw the info come over, you know, on our kind of on our flow sheet, I saw, you know, Jamaica and Angola and all this stuff. I was just wondering if y'all were hiring. No, for you, absolutely not. Oh, fine. Uh, it was worth wait, a shot, though. Wait, okay, wait a minute. If we had James and I and Tammy all in the employee pool, who would you pick? Tammy. That's fair. I, I, I'd I, pick Tammy, I, too. I feel, I feel yeah. like, but, but she would be helpful, but maybe you two would be amusing, which could also... Yeah, that's, you know, that's also correct. Yeah, we could do interviews in the office and you know, parlay this into a real career. Coffee with Tim and Jane. I'm just workshopping it. I mean, we could franchise this thing, we'll make it work. We'll I figure it like out. We, we could, we could make $17 off that idea, you know, yeah, twice. <laughs> Oh, you see, I, and for the audience, we've this is our third attempt to record with Jane. So we've this had, is, yeah, this is what delirious looks like. I yeah, think. but we've no, not. I mean, it's been over a couple of weeks. But the beautiful part about it is we really got to know Jane, and and I and I'll, I'll bring it back around. I seriously, I've heard your name. Tammy has mentioned your name, and others at NACE now AMP over the years. I think you like, may, uh, I think Jane may even came up with one of our guests the other day. When we oh, had Jim, Jim Conkle. Conkle. That's correct. Yeah, Jim Conkle. And yeah. you, your name is well known, as as you know, in, in the industry. Jim, was, Jim Conkle was on the show and we mentioned just connecting the dots and, you know, Jane Brown from Houston. He's like, I know Jane. Absolutely. We know Jane. So. Yeah, so it's, um, you know, it's been, uh, my father was on the NACE board of directors back in the day. And um, I would say it's a maybe family trait that we hopefully live in a very engaged way. Yeah. And um, Jerry and then my mother was a teacher and was always very actively involved in education uh, while she worked. You know, if you're going to do it, you may as well do it all the way. And so when we started the company and I had moved down to Houston, my dad said, you will volunteer for NACE. You will make yourself useful in some capacity. And so I started volunteering locally. And really, um, you know, there, there's so much you get from it. One, there's the learning uh, experience of working within a group. Yep. And, you know, um, I hate to say it, sometimes working with people that maybe personally you don't particularly like, but you can appreciate what they bring to the table and hopefully they appreciate what you bring to the table. You know, and then there's learning processes and things, silly things like Robert's rules of order, which I think always serve well in life. And um, so, you know, started out um, sort of as like a gopher in the section and worked my way through it. And then eventually got into the central area, which was the next step within the NACE uh, framework and worked my way through that. And then uh, I guess in 2013, I served on the NACE board of directors um, for three years. And 
you know, I've been on the nominating committee and the policy committee and um, am now on a new uh, NACE membership or AMP membership committee. So, you know, I think um, one, if you don't volunteer, you don't get to complain and that would Amen. not be but, you know, there's a lot of, um, it's been a great opportunity to meet a lot of people, to, you know, see a lot of people working in action and, and give back. I mean, if you're going to be in the industry, you may as well hopefully be a positive part of it and, um, you know, create um, relationships. And, you know, I feel very fortunate because I would say a lot of my relationships have been through, you know, NACE committees and getting to know people, I'll say slightly out of the workplace on a personal side, but you're still conducting business. So I, I've really enjoyed it. Um, you know, it's, it's probably, you know, part of the highlight of my career choice, you know, is having all these years to volunteer and, you know, it's been really fun Good. for sure. Yeah. That's something that here energy world net, we, we're very active in the industry. Um, you know, we sit on committees and boards and everything across uh, across our segment. Um, so something we're very passionate about as well. And and you're you're dead right with the fact that if, if you you can complain, but nobody's going to listen. Uh, <laughs> no one's going to listen to you if you're not a part of out there actually working on the problems. And we've said it again, I'll, again and again this year. But I'll say it again now is. Uh, there's plenty of seats at the table. Come join us. You know, uh, no matter what your specialty is, there's probably a committee for it. We are the Baptist Church of Industries, and we have a committee for everything. We have committees for committees. Uh, so come on, sit right next to us, right, Jane? Yeah, for sure. And I think you know one of the things that I love, in particular, about the corrosion industry is it's there's opportunity regardless of who you are or your background educationally or your current job, you know, it, it's, it's such a wide open um, industry and people, I think as long as you work hard and show enthusiasm, even if you're a little misguided, I think people still appreciate what you're bringing to the table. And, you know, I always, um, especially when we get young people, you know, they'll say like, well, I want to volunteer, but I don't speak in public and, you know, I'm not really comfortable in a group and I, mm -hmm. I don't like, and they give you this laundry list and you say, well, okay, you'd be a great NACE section treasurer because then you don't have to talk to anybody. You just have to keep track of the numbers, you know, so that there is this place for everyone. And I'll say, I've always felt as uh, hopefully we become good leaders that we look to people and what their skill set is to direct them in the right way because not everybody wants to be front and center um you know not everybody wants to be an event planner you yep, know yep. not everybody wants to do these certain things so you you know you really have to get to know your constituents so to speak so that you slot people into what will give their career the biggest benefit and bump and um yeah I, I really find that part of it fun and fascinating absolutely it's, it's almost like a big jigsaw puzzle you know when you think about it a good team organization each piece is a little bit different they're all needed to make the puzzle 
Some people do accounting, Excel spreadsheets, you know, some people do public speaking. When James, a year ago, almost to the day said, we're going to think about doing a podcast series. I'm like, how does that work? He's like, well, we get on camera. I'm like, huh? I said, I can't do that. I don't even know how to turn my computer on. I said, I live off my cell phone. But, you know, even even now, I mean, we have fun with it. We learn and, uh, you know, through support. And that was some of the things that you were just mentioning by supporting those people and encouraging them to be the best that they can be. It really is nice. It is yep. for sure. And I mean, I think, um, you know, as uh, you know, you certainly hear that younger generations are not um, as interested in engaging one on one. But I still believe that NACE and SSPC and now AMP, you know, one of the things that they do well is they, they bring groups together in yes. person. And, um, you know, I think for all of us, you know, you meet certain people and you just hit it off. You just think, oh, I find this person, you know, charming and wonderful and I'd like to carry on the conversation. And, you know, those relationships can last a lifetime. You know, not only is it, I'll say good for business, because in the end of the day, we're all here for business. Um, but, you know, it's also the opportunity you have to maybe, you know, get a phone call from a young guy that you met who says, hey, I got laid off. Can you help me get a job? Mm, yep. And you know, if they've made that good impression on you, you'll take the extra time to say, hey, yeah, I heard, you know, so-and-so was looking for folks and, you know, hopefully connect them up the right way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's so much to, to get from volunteering and meeting people and, and it's fun. And I'll say in NACE Houston, unfortunately, with the way things the last year and a half have been, we are essentially, to some degree, almost a social organization now. We have clay shoots and golfing tournaments and Christmas yeah. parties and happy hours because that's what we can do but again we still want to keep people face to face so they at least get that time to interact and um you know make those connections that sort of make all of our careers worthwhile awesome jane let's switch gears a little bit but not too much because it's still in that volunteer realm but you know our industry is built around you know, really having a strong community that is based around volunteering around, you know, really just finding where you can make an impact. And it, it may be in, a, I mean, we're a community of communities, really. Um, so when you think about whether it be local, in your case, in Houston, or in those pockets, different pockets within the industry, tell me a little bit about you you know, uh, brown corrosion in general, what, what are y'all doing as far as, you know, community impact and, and um, you know, getting involved? So because we have had the opportunity to work all over the world, um, Jerry and I have always felt that corrosion problems, whether they be in Siberia or Bolivia, they're all the same. I mean, we, we all have the same struggles. Um, a lot of them going back to, I hate to say it, budget issues. Yep. You know, we all want to create a safer work environment to, you know, preserve our assets. So we all have the same goals around the world. And so I think it's always instructive, no matter where you are, um, you know, to, to go in and 
I'll say create the relationship where people realize that you've got a global support network. You know, you have materials people and be them, whether they're in China or, you know, Houston, they're dealing with the same issues. They're looking for the same solutions. And so I think the more, the, the one really positive aspect of globalization in my mind is that we do have this opportunity, especially with technology to come together more. And that's, you know, one of the great things with NACE, um, I guess about a year and a half ago, I was in Malaysia, we have an office in KL, and the uh, NACE section there asked if I'd like to come speak, which I of course said, of course, you know, the new section. And it was interesting because it was just like being in Houston or being in Philly or, you know, being in the UK. I mean, same issues, same people, same passion, which I think is a really awesome part of corrosion is no matter where you go in the world, corrosion folks are really nutty about what they do. They really yeah. love it. They're really fascinated by their own careers, yeah. which I don't know if that's vain or bold or crazy. I'm not sure which it is. But, you know, we all really enjoy what we do. We enjoy talking. And I know in Malaysia, after the meeting, we were probably there another two and a half hours. These folks just shooting the bull about projects we'd been on and interesting things we'd seen and maybe differences in how we do things um, with compliance and meeting government regulations. But in general, we're all on the same page. And so... I've always really loved that NACE and work, you know, they're, they're linked. There's no separation really between the two. Um, you know, NACE standards control most of our lives as corrosion folks. Um, you know, we, we follow the rules and we have these good guidance things. And um, we have a lot of creative minds in our industry always coming up with new products and services and um, new ways to do things. And that's what keeps it, to me, really dynamic and fun. Um, you know, but I sometimes meet people and they say, oh, well, I've, I've never been to a NACE meeting. And I'm like, come again? I never understand it because to me, that's, you just get so much out of it, not just for your own working life, but you get new ideas about ways people are doing things around the world and, you know, all this stuff. So I don't know. I, I don't even know what your question was. And I think I got off track. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter because it was valuable. And Jane, you brought up a good point that we, uh, we try to advocate for our, our industry and bringing people into committees and things like that yeah. as well. And it's, it is very eye-opening sometimes because it's so just common for us to be involved. Like we yeah. know no different that when we bring someone kind of into the fold and say, have y'all ever thought about, you know, getting involved and sitting next to your clients and, and your competitors and, you know, being a part of that diverse group that is, you know, working towards these bigger picture items and they go, oh, there's people do that. You know, I thought that was just the lawmakers or whatever. And so you bring them in and start kind of showing them everything and showing them the, all the organizations that are available, you know, to, to, right. to help uh, put people in the right spots. And there really and truly is an association for whatever you're passionate about, I can promise you. And what's great about that is it doesn't feel like you're working, you know, you're, yeah. you're fellowshipping, 
you are rubbing elbows with awesome folks. And after a few of them, it just becomes what you do. And um, it's surprising how many people just don't know, you know, and they're, they're seeking out something to fill a void on their side. They don't know what it is. And when you show them that they're like, wow, this was the thing, right? For sure. And, you know, I think all of us need, um, you know, as a <clears throat> society, I'll say we've, in my mind, we've gotten a little bit away from this. Um, I have small children and I'm, you know, my parents kept all my children's books from when I was small. So we read a lot of those and you see in um, a lot of the older books, they really focus on having a purpose, um, having a path ahead, you know, having goals, which has changed a little bit, you know, modern books are more about feeling good, but I would maybe contend that what makes you actually feel good is living a purpose driven life. And whether you, you know, volunteer in your kid's school or your church or, you know, the local animal shelter, I think, you know, having a, um, a hands-on cause that's a little bit bigger than yourself um, is really rewarding. And, um, you know, I happen to pick NACE as what I put my effort into. I mean, you know, people see NACE emails come out at 11 o'clock at night because that's what I do at night, you know, is, you know, work on our events and um, work with our team to hopefully come up with new strategies for our members to, you know, make connections in these difficult times. Um, so, you know, I, I, I do think you have to find purpose in whatever you're doing. And, you know, if you can marry that with your career choice, so much better. And I mean, it's great if you can, um, you know, create relationships around the world. And even, you know, with the pandemic going on and a lot of I'll say friends and corrosion who I have routinely seen three, four, five times a year, Yep. last 25 years, you know, I haven't had a chance to see them, but, you know, we can get on, um, you know, our WhatsApp or whatever and chat back and forth. And, you know, it's, it's comforting to know that whether we were in Houston or we're in KL or we're in Bolivia, we all have the same struggles right now. You know, we're, you know, corrosion has an awful lot of small business owners. I think there is probably very few who aren't very worried right now about um, business. Um, We're worried about our employees. You know, we're worried about, um, you know, the, if I can call it the energy market in general, moving ahead, you know, there's lots of concerns but you know, having these relationships within um, the NACE and now AMP network, you know, you know that it's, it's shared burdens. We're we're all struggling with it, you know, and we're all trying to figure out, you know, the path forward. And um, you know, the struggles are very common between all of us. Well said, and you're absolutely right. We, it, it's comforting at times. I, I the right way to put this is that we're all in this together. And just like today, we are in, well, two different states, three different cities, and we're getting together just, you know, I almost feel like we're at the uh, NACE Eastern Area Conference in St. Augustine just catching up right now, you know, and it's nice to have that network and those people that you can fall back on. And that leads, Jane, 
to my our final question. I'm going to ask this one. It's very riveting, very hard. I know you're sweating. I am. Okay. Well, and you already actually answered it through the last passionate words that you've said, but final question for the day. Do you love what you do? Totally. And every single time. I, you know, it's, um, I have a four and an eight year old and, you know, people always say, well, what's your game plan with the company? And although I'm sure my dad would say the same thing, you know, he never had any expectations um, for me to join him in the business. Um, I feel like I've had one of the luckiest lives of anybody I know um, to get to work with your parent and um, have them as a friend, you know, your best friend, essentially, you know, unfortunately, my parents have to put up with me still every single day of their lives. But then also, you know, look to my kids and um, my eight year old, you know, since he was about two has been saying, I'm going to be an engineer and an inventor and you think well, wouldn't it be great not that he has to but wouldn't it be great if he did join me in the business one day because, you know, I, I, I do believe passionately in this business. Um, I would say one of the things that I wouldn't say I'm most proud of, but it's up there, is is finding people that I see potential in and say, hey, this could be a great career for you. Um, you know, a few people in my family, um, you know, a lot of friends. Um, and, you know, there's nothing better than getting a phone call from somebody and saying, hey, thank you for giving me a career, not just a job. Or, great yeah. Great mentorship right there, James. You know, that's I mean, there's, there's literally nothing better yeah. because, you know, I mean, there is a reality that you can go march in a parade or, you know, you can drop a bag of food off at the soup kitchen. But to get somebody a job that they love as much as you love your job, that supports their family, that, you know, maybe they wanted to travel and it gives them an opportunity to do that or whatever the case is. I mean, that's making a real difference in somebody's life. And I don't know um, how one can be luckier in a career to not only do something that's challenging and thought provoking and fun and in my case, get to work with family. And then on top of that, also give other people the opportunity to have that same, you know, great life. I mean, that's, to me, yeah. that's hoorah. I mean, can't ask for more than that. Sign me, sign me up for that. For sure. <laughs> and me too. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. And I think, you know, we're, um, you know, everybody in this business is really looking forward to, normalcy I don't yeah. know what that whatever is that is down the road but getting back to normal yeah whatever it is and um I'm sure we'll you know um figure it out as we go along but you know I think um we have to keep making these relationships to keep our business strong and um you know I'll say for me hopefully other corrosion vendors would say this we're all um, were maybe the worst competitors that ever existed because even with our direct competitors, we all love each other. Yeah, and yeah. there's I plenty of business to go around, and we all want to thrive. 
And mm -hmm. so if you can't um, satisfy certain customers, you send them to your competitor and hope that they can satisfy them. Because in the end of the day, uh, whether it be through AMP or our own personal companies, we want people to believe that controlling corrosion and monitoring for it and, you know, putting good materials in place and all these things that make up our business, proper coding systems, all these things. I mean, that's what we want the world to believe in, right? In the end. Yep. So, um, you know, between our own companies and AMP, I think we have the best opportunity to do that. And, you know, I know we're certainly excited to get this new organization going. We have a good, we're on a good trajectory. We're all busy working behind the scenes. So that's yep. exciting. Awesome. Yeah. Jane, I have to say on behalf of James and I, I, I don't want our, uh, I don't want our time to end. I mean, I, uh, we just love chatting with you. We love your passion. I loved asking that last question because I have to tell you, it, it pours out of you the passion that you have for our industry, our colleagues, the betterment of people working together as teams, all the things you talk about, having a safe, you know, grid, having safe systems, all the things. And, uh, it's absolutely wonderful. We can't thank you enough for your oh, time today and joining us. Thank so. you for having me. I think this is great what you guys do in your interviews. I'm, I'm not sure I'll be one of the more interesting ones, but the past ones have been very fascinating and nice to get a little personal glimpses of people. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is going to be the best episode we've aired all week. Am I right, James? Every time. Every time. Listen, audience, thank you for joining us today. Please follow myself, follow James, follow Jane. Look her up on LinkedIn. Look up Brown Corrosion on LinkedIn. Also follow us on our podcast, however you're watching us or listening to us today. We thank you for your support. And again, we thank you, Jane. We thank you, AMP. We thank you, Brown Corrosion, for everything that you do for the industry, for you know helping us to be better and to be safer. So until next time on Coffee with Jim and James, we want everybody to stay safe, have a great week, and take care. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye, everyone.